So we're back, but this time it's not a new episode because we spoke quite a bit, didn't we, Days? On the other one, we did. Hello, yes. everybody. So now, now we've got episode three. A. Yes. Part two. Oh, oh, damn three. <laughs> Three, oh, three part two. Um, you never know. We're going to call it episode 3.1. 3.1. 3.1. Yeah, it'll be 3.1. It's fine. So, welcome to episode 3.1. So, just to recap, we talked, or we were talking about legal and financial reasons. Financial was way bigger, um, and we, we couldn't fit it all into one podcast. So, we're going to be carrying on today to discuss the costs to a business if things yeah. go wrong and this time the things that people don't really see the stuff that's not written down as a as a physical fine yeah because i think there's like really obvious things you know so somebody gets hurt um you know and and they go off on the sick for example um and then you've got to pay them sick pay and that sort of thing i think those are sort of ones that a lot of people are aware of but we're going to be talking about some others as well aren't we that kind of stem yeah. from that which are sometimes a little bit more right. hidden so we can call them follow-on costs yes uh, and then the other side of it is that it's not just about fines that you get from the courts it's about the fact that someone's actually been hurt and they're rightly so they will fight for compensation do you, you said rightly so do you uh, are you sort of all for people going for comp Absolutely. So am Absolutely. I. 100%. And I don't think... But some people are really like, no, you can't do that to the company you work for. Well, so I, I always say to people, if I'm running a business and I'm employing human beings in my business, I know that they come to work to earn a living. If by being in my workplace, they have been hurt in any way, then I want them to get compensation. Why, why would I not want them to get compensation? So I think and we've got to and just to add just to add to that, uh, just for those who aren't aware, um, you know, in the UK, businesses actually have to have various sort of liability insurance policies. Uh, so if they're open to members of the public, for example, and there's potential that public perhaps could get harmed by maybe a product or you know being in a place where they could be harmed, they have to have public liability insurance. If you have employees, you have to have employers' liability insurance as well. So that protects the employees in the event of things like injuries. So what it actually means is you have an insurance policy, a bit like your insurance on your car. If you crash your car, you might decide, yes, I'm going to put that claim into my insurance and get that money back from them. Or equally, you could just go, do you know what? The work's not going to cost me that much. I'll just cover it at the cost myself. And so some businesses might decide to pay out to the employee or employees or members of the public themselves, or it might go through the insurance company and be pay, paid out that way. The, one of the, the problems is making sure you've got the right kind of policy, because if you, for example, you've got four manual handling injury claims over a year, your policy might only allow you three. And so you've got to make sure you've got the right level of insurance based on what goes on in your in your business in your industry so it's a big deal it is a big deal to get the right kind of insurance but I, I'm I'm absolutely for it I, I think um, that if somebody gets hurt in my workplace I want them to get compensation and I, I think you you it's people talk about oh god but if I claim from my employer how can I go back there well 
because they hurt you. They want you to get conversation and they're going to make things better. So when you come back, it doesn't happen again. Yeah, no, you don't bat an eyelid about, you know, somebody drives into you in a car park. You don't bat an eyelid and go, oh, I don't know if I want to claim on the insurance. That would be really bad for them. You just go, I'm claiming on your insurance. It's your fault. It's got to be the same mindset for the employer, sadly, as well. You know, they didn't do what they should have done. And now you've ended up with a broken arm or a head injury or goodness knows Well, I'll give you a a completely separate, but an example. If we were out together and we were having a pint and uh, I knocked your pint over, I'd go, oh, let me go. Let me get another one for you. I'll cover that because I I caused the issue. And I wouldn't think it I wouldn't think twice about doing that. So if I've caused the issue in work i i would want you to get compensation for the fact that you've been hurt so yeah i'm i'm a i'm all for i was can it can it can it be a stella (laughs) is that what you drink stella i think if i was gonna i haven't had a pint in years but if i was gonna have a pint i think i'd have a stella i used to like stella it's very strong i'm a a beer drinker and i like a craft craft beer a pale ale Oh, so those sort of the, the non fizzies. No, no, no. I like the fizzies. They're they're craft, okay. so they're fruity, but not don't. It's not like having squash. Ooh, that's why you like it's, them. It's not like it's not squash. It's not like an orange flavour. The- so you sound really posh now. I'm going for a, like you know Stella and pork scratchings because I'm an northerner, and you're having a craft oh, craft ale. So actually, it's about <laughs> six pound twenty a pint. I know. Oh, so you, gosh. it's it is. I'm a cheap day. <laughs> no, you just live in the north. I know. Well, yes, there, is there are that. some benefits. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the civil the civil side of it is a factor, and of course, then just to, just to add to that, if you, I mean, a lot majority of civil claims are actually dealt with not in a, a legal setting. I mean, you, you could go to sort of small claims court or high court or county court or whatever. So, on top of the civil claims, we also want to talk about these uh, the follow on costs that we were talking about, the things that don't necessarily see in terms of figures on on a spreadsheet, things like loss of productivity because because suddenly you've got you've got you know let's 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 paint a picture and then it perhaps be easier to then kind of imagine a scenario okay. so let's say we've got a somebody working on a building site. And they um, slip over on maybe some oil or something like that on the ground, mm-hmm. yeah. And they end up with a broken wrist. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first, if you, you've got to imagine that that person goes off, they off the pop. They're going to have all their medical looked after and first aid, and maybe they'll put that civil claim in, etc. But then we suddenly, of course, we need a new worker, don't we? Right. So we need to replace that person with someone else. So you've got your temporary labour to cover that person. But also, what you mentioned just then was they've gone off to get their first aid. We've got the first Mm. aid costs. We've got equipment. We've got the fact that whoever's your first aider isn't just a designated first aider. They've got a job to do. They're a first aider on top of that. So they're not working. They're using equipment that's going to have to be replaced. Replaced, Plus you've got the person that's hurt. Plus you're going to have to replace them. So that's already four separate things that we've talked about that are additional costs. And then from this moment on, you see, from from almost that moment of first aid, 
a, a decent organization would begin an investigation process as right. well an investigation process of finding out you know what's happened why did it happen where did it happen etc and with it being quite a serious injury um it would also be something that potentially your hse is going to be sniffing around as well um so manager costs are suddenly then you, you're diverting that manager or, or whoever the investigation team potentially are from from their day jobs to focusing on that so again it's that it's it, that that sort of that the the counter the, the money counter is is, is increasing it's just ticking all the time um, isn't it ticking up mm, and up and up and, and it's, yeah, it's very difficult yeah. to measure that i mean you can put guests you can guess can't you but it's very difficult to set in stone and say that's exactly what this is costing because totally. what about the people that that say you're working in a, in a team of five for the day when you fall and break yep. your wrist you've now got those people potentially somebody didn't do something they were supposed to do so now they're feeling bad they're not working to the level that they were working to everyone else is distracted because it's happened and so all of those man hours are just adding up and up and up um, and mm. it's all a cost to the business, whether it's physical pound coins in your hand or whether it's a loss of of people's efficiency or even just a dead stop on work. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, uh, you know, like I said before, about if the HSE do do sniff around and they do come to site, well, that stops everything potentially in its tracks. You know, um, that's going to be, you know, sort of literally everybody down tools and and make sure that that you know the hse have their full attention etc etc and of course even if that doesn't happen you you imagine a scenario where you you know your mate fred has just slipped on the oil and broken his wrist are you going to be like well i'm just going to go back straight back to work full functioning as you say they're going to be distracted they're going to feel like oh gosh could that happen right to me? so then potentially maybe people start wobbling and saying you know what i, I i've got too much at, at stake here i don't want to do this job anymore yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah this is the, this is the the third accident this month i i want to move i want to work somewhere yeah. else that's and, and that then yeah. when you start having to then not even thinking about the temporary labor having to replace staff on a permanent basis, not only have you got the cost to actually recruit to those people, whether it's through an agency or through your own um, HR or recruitment team, there's time, there's advertising, there's interviewing. Um, it's just constant outlay. Mm. Uh, and who knows how long it's going to take to replace those people. I, th I think I read a fact, and it may be a bit outdated now, but I, I think I read this it, bit that, that said, I think it was by the CIPD, so the Chartered Institute of, of Personnel and Development, they're the sort of HR gurus, as it were, that they said the sort of the average cost to replace a star, a member of staff is about £3,000 in just recruitment. From, so from advertising through to first day. Um, so you imagine that multiple 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 and of course then even when you get somebody starting you might they might not make it through even they might not last the first exactly. day exactly yeah know? so he's gonna start um, all over again <laughs> yeah. and then you've got to train them so it's then um, and of course even if you're not got new stuff to, to train because there has been an accident you may choose to do things differently going forward to prevent it from happening again in the future so you might need to retrain staff on that new procedure i'm going to ask you a question um, what you think and i i, I because I know what I think. How long do you think, in your own view, from when you take someone new on to them being 
fully fledged and capable how long do you think that takes what what would you give shall i tell you mine well probably being a bit sort of sitting on the fence it's a bit hard it depends on the job and it depends on their previous experience but if they're like literally sort of wet behind the ears as it were um i mean is that a <laughs> i'm not sure is that a term you can say you know what i mean like as in perhaps a never employed never done any work before in their life Maybe. um a newbie yeah um a year yeah. so i say six months to a year six months for someone that has been in that kind of role before but has got to come in learn the new um culture the way people are with each other mm. get used to the premises get used to uh, where the, the, the layout where things are kept you know there's a procedure to certain things uh, up to a year for someone that is is new to a role that is a massive yeah. amount of money massive amount of money it is and i think that's another point about the amount that we we actually invest in our workers so when people think oh my workforce are all replaceable which i know we all are but when you if you say we've got fred with his broken wrist perhaps he's been working for that company for 12 years and maybe now because of this injury he's never going to be able to do the same task again so you've just lost 12 years of massive i absolutely agree and it's it's little things like you kind of know if you do a job you know who to go to to get something done without faffing through Mm. certain you know protocols you can go and say do you have this piece of paper can i check it that's invaluable you know Mm. you, you can't train people even that's your own way of building up knowledge within the business and and that's why i think we we need to value staff so much more yeah if you have staff members who when they're off when they're sick when they're on holiday you go oh i just need to ring yeah i just need to then you know they're invaluable absolutely to you because it's something they know that you don't know so i mean from a business perspective you need to rectify that um but it just shows the importance of that person the role that they play so i think definitely i mean you're losing you potentially if that if the injured person i mean god forbid that the injured person we're talking about dies right it happens also, we know it happens we've yeah we've lost all of that experience expertise all of that talent all of that money we invested totally flushed it down the loop i just feel to say that obviously there's more important things but we know we are just on the financial so you know Mm. if someone dies that is absolutely atrocious but it also is an extreme cost and that's what we're focusing on right the cost to the business because you just sometimes it's easy to overlook just how much health and safety going wrong will cost you you know, people argue, oh, I don't want to pay out a cup, go around for that training course. Do we really need it? You wait until it goes wrong and then come back and tell when me. You, absolutely. And when you pay for training courses, you're not just paying for them to protect the person either. You're also paying for them to use the equipment properly, use the vehicles properly, because that person who crashes the forklift truck into the racking, yeah, may not have injured themselves or someone else, but they've damaged your property. You know, so if we haven't done it right first time by investing in quality training and competency checking, potentially then we're going to damage equipment, we're going to damage tools, damage the building. That all needs to be replaced. That all needs to be dealt with. It could be, again, claim on insurance. Fantastic. But the one thing we know about insurance, if you claim on it, as with your house insurance or car insurance, 
next year it's going to yep. go up. There's definitely never staying the same. That's a fact. They're going to yep, jump straight on not. that. I mean, they go up anyway, don't they, all the time? Um, so, but but following on from something, they're going to go up more because they're trying to, you know, obviously. But it's a, it's a business as well, aren't they? Ultimately, yeah. everything is a business. No one's getting anything mm. for free. Everything is about making money. And so companies have got to be very, very sensible about the choices they make before things go wrong. And actually yeah. stopping and saying, what would it cost me if this was to happen? And we know things happen all the time. It's, it's not like yeah. you can say, oh, very rarely happens. Every single day there's something happening, be it manual handling injury, be it working at height injury, cuts and abrasions. Mm. Absolutely. And and again, it, it may not be uh, some physical harm to a person, but it could be enough to affect your business you know, significantly. Because if you suddenly then have a key piece of equipment that's damaged or a building, I mean, imagine a fire. Yeah. So a fire could be enough to wipe out all of your stock, all of your products, all of your materials. Um, and, and suddenly now you're having to say to customers, no, sorry, we can't. We can't. We can't. We might have to make redundancies, yeah. you know. So actually, as employees, as workers, if we're not doing the right thing, if we're not following the procedures and protocols, we end up could could end up putting ourselves out of work. If an if an accident or or an incident occurs, which causes the business to sort of hemorrhage such significant costs that they have to literally lay people off or close the doors. Well, this is why it's important to everyone. I say it doesn't it doesn't have to be you that's hurt for it to affect you because mm. if someone else is hurt, even if you don't even work in the same department as them, if they get hurt and then it has a financial impact on the business, you could still potentially lose your job. Because the business suffers in terms of profits and they now can't afford you in your department. Even if you didn't know the person, you could still lose your mm. job because of it. So everybody needs to to realise that actually it impacts every single person in every single business. And, and, uh, and also, let's go even wider with this and say that society picks up the bill as well. Because... Fred going off to hospital with his broken right. wrist. NHS. Yep. And people think it's free, yeah. but we know it's not free. It's not. We're paying right. for that. So so when we think about some of the billions of pounds that are lost every year from accidents and all the rest of it, you know, we're paying for that. We are all. So this is why society, again, we talked about some of those kind of the kind of heart and soul reasons for this. This is why society should demand safe working environments because it will benefit everybody as you say Lindsay even if you're in no way connected with that and I also think the businesses have this thing where if they're struggling financially they'll often push the cost onto the customer right so we'll end up paying more for a product or service to, to, to make up for that so we're paying more in tax to pay for these systems that are in place and then we're paying more mm -hmm. for our products because of the whole system gosh it's, it's it sounds like our current crisis. <laughs> That's a whole different podcast as well, isn't it? No, definitely not going no. political. No. So there we go. We've got 3.1. I mean, we could talk forever, couldn't we? I mean, number one, we could talk forever anyway. And number two, we could talk forever about the financial side because it just is such a big topic. But I think we've covered the basics. People can start to really understand just how big that financial impact is to a business. And maybe start saying, Do you know what, I need to I need to start engaging before things go wrong. 
just yeah. for the sake of your business surviving. So again, as before, um, you know, feel free to get in touch. You can get in touch through our Instagram. Which is? healthandsafety.angels. And email, which is healthandsafetyangels at gmail.com. And just to say also, just as a little tag on note, um, something I wanted to say that um, remember that this podcast is mine and Lindsay's personal opinions. This is not to replace any training session or anything like that, as we spoke about at the very beginning. So this is just for a little bit of extra, as it were, you know. Um, right. And an add-on uh, to an support learning. An enjoyable oh, supplement. Let's oh, put it I like that being way. one of those. I'm an enjoyable. <laughs> I'm an enjoyable supplement. Oh, you are in more I ways. I change the status on Facebook now. I'm an enjoyable supplement. Yes. From what? From from single to enjoyable supplement. <laughs> supplement. Oh, so I love it. Anyway, we did say we were going to do. We did say we were going to do a t- um, the, the takeouts that don't quite make no, it into the recording. Outtakes. Outtake, take no, takeouts, what you eat at home. We could, we could have a takeout whilst listening to the outtakes. Um, <laughs> and a pint of beer. Be eight... <laughs> whilst enjoying a supplement. Um, but that would have to be an overrated. Yes, absolutely. Maybe a Christmas special. Well, I look forward to it. It was uh, lovely to chat today, Days. I shall uh, speak to you on the next episode. Take Bye. Care.